0: Welcome to Slowly Satisfied. I'm Natalie Lanker. And I'm Taylor Zeno. We are two young women striving to live out our faith in our daily lives.
1: We know that chatting together solves most of our problems, so join us as we embark on this crazy
0: adventure. Can't wait to chat soon.
1: Hey, welcome, welcome back. back. to Slowly Satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> you snatched your line. Well-
0: okay, what are we on week eight seven week seven we're re-recording
1: oh week seven right (laughs) yes week seven technically week eight
0: week seven part two (laughs) we already recorded one version of this but we didn't like it so we're redoing it with a new fresh topic for valentine's day yeah It's pretty exciting. We are excited. But first, how's your week been, Tay?
1: This week has been good. It's just getting started. I got to go to San Diego this weekend with Mary. And so that was awesome to just get to take a weekend off um, after being crazy busy with work and planning events. And getting to know all the new students. So, Um, Yeah, it was good to go spend some time with the missionaries down at San Diego State. Um, I ate a delicious acai bowl in a pineapple. I
0: saw your post. Mm -hmm. It
1: was delish. Mm -hmm. The best acai bowl I've ever had. I got to see Allie. Allie Ward. So that was really special. Um, Yeah, so that was awesome. Also, I am having Wi-Fi issues. And have found that the Wi-Fi works best by the pool. (laughs) And I'm not just saying that. It's actual truth. She just
0: wants to get tan, guys. That's
1: all. I just want to get tan. So I am back poolside this week. Um, I'm trying to get this figured out. But in case you hear background noises, again,
0: it is just me um, being outside by the pool. In nature. Great. Are you doing anything for Valentine's Day? I'm um, doing Galentine's Day? I don't think so. I think we're going to um,
1: host... Oh my gosh, someone is singing in our apartment complex. Can you hear that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm
1: sorry. Um, <laughs> I think we're going to host a gathering um, and invite some students over and probably cook them dinner Um this is how my week is going but uh, <laughs> everything is gift i've been learning a lot about blessed solanus casey because he is mary's favorite um saint or blessed and he would wake up every morning and say what does the good god have in store for me today and i feel like that's kind of how i've been living my life is just like oh god what do you have in store for me today <laughs> because life with Christ is quite the adventure. So, alas, here
0: we are. How has your week been? It's been good. Um, what did I do? Honestly, I don't remember. During the week, it's just school and work mostly. Mm. Oh, Saturday was CrossFit with Father Joe. He was so happy. Like, so happy. Father Joe And Father loves Joe loves is just like... I don't know. He doesn't smile too much. Like, he doesn't get very excited about many things. And he was pumped in was his Father way. Yeah. He huh. was so happy. Weird. He was, like, standing there smiling before he started. I go, Father Joe, are you excited? He's like, yeah, I'm excited. Precious. And I was like, man, he's so content. Oh, my gosh. He loves but, yeah, CrossFit. It was really fun. Um, there was, like, 40 of us. Who went i think mm. i don't know maybe 30 around 30 to 40. that's a lot yeah so that was a good time um oh nat and i did a spa night on friday mm, necessary <laughs> we did we baked cookies and then we put on masks um and then we pulled up chairs and made like little spa beds for ourselves and we had the diffuser going with eucalyptus and we had a meditation going. It was pretty great. Oh, so good. Yeah.
1: I've been really into essential um, oils lately. Oh, I just almost dropped my phone.
0: Oh, man. I need to stop moving. But, yeah. I think besides that, we were just hanging out with friends and stuff. So, it was good. Restful. hmm Well, yeah.
1: this is a special week. It's a very special week. Why not?
0: Because Valentine's Day. <laughs> Cause Valentine's Day. Wait, do you have fun plans? I didn't even ask you. Um, I'm going to candlelight. I'm going to school from 9 to 2, and then I'm working from 3 to 8, and then I'm going to candlelight from 9 to 10.
1: <laughs> the greatest love story
0: ever told. Yeah, I get to hang out with my OG boyfriend. Jesus. Slash dad. <gasps> slash friend. Hmm. Slash, slash everything. <laughs> the only man you need. Honestly. Um.
1: Yeah, I know you chose an exciting topic this week. Do you want to launch in?
0: Yeah. So um, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, St. Valentine and Ooh. the different types of love. And I think especially if you're single, like Taylor and I, I mean, some people so may not care at all. Not ready to mingle, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> dating fast um, in life. Some people may not care about Valentine's Day at all. But like, sometimes I can find myself being like, oh, "What the heck? Why am I not dating anyone? And why am I not going on a date on Valentine's Day?" But this year, I like would rather be at Kindalite. But anyway, um, I think it's really important to talk about the different kinds of love mm-hmm. because i think that can get really confused in our culture but let's start with saint valentine shall we we shall do you know anything about him tay honestly i had to google him and figure out his story on it's
1: like com slash saint slash whatever that mm-hmm. website is because yeah like I knew he was like the love dude and he was like a bishop in Rome, but love I honestly dude. didn't know a lot about um <laughs> him. So that was cool to be able to read yeah. his story.
0: Yeah. Um not that much is like known about Saint Valentine, I feel like. I feel like there's a lot of conflicting stories. Mm-hmm. Um but some consistent stories that I've seen of his, um were that he was a priest and he was in rome and he did a lot of great things but one time he healed this judge's daughter of blindness and the judge basically said he would do anything and his whole family of 44 people converted to christianity and all that stuff so he's kind of like always serving and trying to convert people to christianity even in a very like difficult time of doing that Mm -hmm. um and he also was always trying to marry couples Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure at that time marriage was like banned or something like that and or at least catholic marriages were banned um and he continually would like marry people because he saw the good in marriage. Which um. I thought was really cool. But basically, you yeah, see um
1: Oh yeah, this this one it's on Catholic dot org. That's like where I usually look at my saint info. Yeah, it's talking about um how he was always continually trying to convert people. And one of the ways mm-hmm. that he would do that is like, yes, as we, as we know from our own lives, like the witness of holy marriages and like the beauty that mm-hmm. those, those demonstrate. But then part of the reason he was marrying couples was because, um, married men wouldn't be,
0: um, were bad like, drafted to
1: the army or military, or whatever. So he was like saving yeah. men
0: from going to war. Yeah, um, and the emperor, his name is Claudius, is that right? Yeah. Um, he thought that, like, married men would make bad soldiers, mm-hmm. so he didn't want them to be married. Yeah,
1: which I didn't know. I didn't know, like, any of that stuff, which I thought was very really interesting. But also, so St. Valentine, um, it says here that he's a patron saint of couples, beekeepers, which is weird. I don't know why. <laughs> um... Engaged couples, epilepsy, fainting, greetings, happy marriages, love, plague, travelers, and young people. So he has quite the assortment.
0: (laughs) But yeah, so him and the emperor kind of became friends too. I'm not, friends might be a strong word. They were acquaintances and he kind of just let St. Valentine do his thing, but then valentine tried to convert the emperor and he was like oh no not gonna happen and then the emperor was like you need to renounce your faith or be beaten by clubs and beheaded to death and he's like "Mm, i'll be beaten and beheaded because i'm not gonna like renounce my faith Mm -hmm. so that is where valentine's day started from how cool pretty cool Holy marriages.
1: Holy marriages. And one thing that I think is so cool, like these, I don't want to say lesser known feast days because I don't think they're lesser known, but like St. Patrick's Day, St. Valentine's Day, all these fun things have like these really cool historic religious roots and they're Mm -hmm. so widely celebrated. I think that's really, really
0: neat. Yeah. And I think it's really easy to get caught up on the, like, oh, chocolate and flowers and teddy bears and all of that because valentine's day is very commercialized nowadays um but i wanted to talk about yeah the roots of it and mm-hmm. things that we should actually be focusing on and yeah valentine's day is a great day to celebrate your loved ones and make them feel special it doesn't need to be i mean you should be doing that every day but we all get busy and so like sometimes It's a great way to just recenter and refocus and be like, I care about you. Here's why. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just your gal pal. Totes. Yeah. Okay. So, different kinds of love. Love. Okay, so this was kind of confusing to me because, so, I looked up different kinds of love because I knew of, um, Agape, fila, and eros. Mm-hmm. But I felt like there was another one. And there is another one. It's like storge but, or... It yeah. Was like
1: I've heard it... There's like a couple different words for it that I've heard. But I feel like yeah. the main three that people talk about are the philia, eros, and agape.
0: Yeah. So I want to talk about the main three today that we normally talk about. Love it. So... Just in case you guys don't know what those three kinds mean, we'll define them real quick. Mm -hmm. Okay. Should I quiz you, Taylor? Should I see if you know it? Yeah, let's see. Okay. What is agape? Agape
1: is um, like unconditional Jesus, God, Trinitarian kind of love that is um, Mm self-giving and self-sacrificial.
0: Wow, great job. Thank you. Yeah it's christ like love uh, so it's selfless and unconditional Good love okay what about philia philia is fraternal emotional question mark yeah kind of like um an easy way to think about it is like a friendship type of love mm. good stuff yeah mhm and then eros. Eros? eros eros i don't know i think eros question mark
1: um eros is like romantic love and like sensual love but not mm-hmm. in like the hyper sexualized way that i think current mm-hmm. western culture has made like sensual sound like it's just like a romantic love yeah. right
0: yeah romantic passionate but like not in a gross way mm-hmm. but so Lots of you probably already know what those are, which is cool. But just in case you didn't, that was a little preface. Mm -hmm.
1: We did. So one of my teammates, Kylie, is in um, she's doing online grad school right now for counseling. And Mm. she I should have made her come on the podcast this week because she is very, very wise and very holy. And she has been teaching us a lot about um, sexual authenticity she did, like, a oh. Theology of the Body talk, basically, um, Ooh. and about how we can live this, um, philia and this Eros love in, um, basically, like, a hypersexualized time frame in, like, the, the on the college campus, essentially, but, um, Ooh. so I feel like That's she's been cool. teaching us a lot about all types of love, but Eros specifically in, like, how that plays a part in modern-day relationships, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was very interesting to learn from her.
0: Yeah, um, and all of the three types of love that we're going to be talking today—I mean, all types of love are important—but specifically these three today that we're talking about um, are very important, and they both, like eros and philia love, ultimately would lead to a gothic love. Mm-hmm which is the greatest type of love, um, and so all three are so important, but it's very easy to kind of get wrapped up, like Taylor was saying, in this everyday society that makes these different types of love corrupt and used for use instead of what they were actually intended for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like so. that. Really resonated
1: with me. I like. I need this reminder sometimes, but I loved when you said, "When like when properly united with Christ, like the eros and philia will lead to agape. That was good, Nat. Thanks.
0: Okay, so wise. <laughs> um, also, there's some dogs. If I, I in am. My I complex. hope the Lord keeps me that way.
1: Hmm. So hmm. holy. Also, but all the dogs are currently barking at each other, so
0: <laughs> if you hear
1: that, um, there's some really cute puppies in our apartment complex.
0: We love dogs. It's okay.
1: We love dogs. We love nature. We're all about the beauty initiative. And this video
0: is sponsored by puppies, the Yippie Dogs in Taylor's apartment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <sighs> so, apologies. We'll get this sorted out. But, Nat, I want to hear what else you have to say about
0: Love. Um. Yeah. So basically, I don't know, I just wanted to chat about maybe the different ways that we can experience these types of love mm. and, like, mm-hmm. ways in which we can strive to unite the love with Christ instead of just using it for use and to objectify people and get what we want out of it.
1: Mm-hmm. That sounds amazing.
0: Do you want to start cool. with Philia? Mm-hmm. Um, so. Great. Philia it would be friendship. Mm-hmm. So, like, I love Taylor. She's my buddy. Biffles. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, I don't know. Any relationship where it's not a romantic relationship and they're also not family. But, you have that desire like that will for good for them i would say is philia mm-hmm. I, correct me if i'm
1: wrong no i agree with that i think that's absolutely correct and i googled um, aristocopathy philia and was like this christian <laughs> article but this i thought was interesting jesus said philia would be an identifier of his followers in john thirteen thirty five by this everyone Mm -hmm. will know that you are my disciples if you love one another Mm -hmm. so that's the example that this source um thoughtco.com gives of Philia and um how it's the most general type of love that we see in scripture Mm -hmm. which i would i would assume is like the general desire to like serve and care for brothers and sisters in christ and like Mm -hmm. a general encompassing love of humanity yeah
0: Great. So, um, I guess for me, sometimes like to love Taylor is easy because I have a relationship with her and, because and I'm she's my so friend. So awesome. Yes, <laughs> and because she's so humble. Um, <laughs> I am. But yeah, it's easy to love people that you're in contact with, and I think it's easier for me not to love those who. I just walk past or, you know what I mean, who I come in contact with for a very brief amount of time because mm-hmm. it's easy to just place judgments or, yeah, whatever it is and forget that they're your brother and sister and they're a daughter and son of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I get in these types of moods where I'm being really rude, um, <laughs> don't laugh at that. that was, that's the way you said it, it was funny. Um. Yeah, when I'm feeling sp- extra spicy sometimes, I ask the Lord just to remind me that all of these people are exactly the same as me. I'm no better. I'm no worse. We are exactly the same in His eyes, and He loves us all equally, and so I'm not here to judge or, yeah, anything like that except love them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think maybe... Yeah,
1: yeah, and I would say too, like because God doesn't have preferences, neither should we. And so, like mm-hmm. demonstrating this filial love could be as easy as like making eye contact with someone on the street and smiling at mm-hmm. them, or like I love saying making hello. eye contact with people. I do too. And one thing that makes me really sad actually it. is like walking around and seeing how many people like will not look you in the eye. Mm -hmm. and like are just are so closed off and not ready to receive that kind of Mm -hmm. love but always remembering that we are gifts and we are making gifts Mm -hmm. of ourselves by um yeah by trying to give our love And that whether or not people accept those gifts gifts of us is um has no reflection on us and we shouldn't let it impact us we should just continue to give because people need to be loved
0: yes great okay now it should be due Eros. Eros? See. Si. Mm-hmm. Great. Do you want to start this one or do you want me to?
1: Um, I'll start. Should I read from this cute little source that I found? Yeah, I like it. Um cool. So this is kind of a fun fact. It says the term Eros originated from the mythology, um from Greek mythology and the Greek god of love, physical attraction and physical love. Eros, whose Roman counterpart was Cupid which is kind of fitting I didn't know um, that one with Valentine's Day
0: Valentine's Day Valentine's Day but um, I love Valentine's Day I don't really care if people are like it's dumb I love it Mm -hmm. I love it too I love love I think it's good to give love and that we're so yeah I could go on
1: a rant but I will hold that
0: I love love even though I'm a single lady I still got lots of love to give so lots of love (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, the examples that
1: this source, thoughtco.com, gives of Eros would be 1 Corinthians and Song of Solomon, or Song of Songs, depending on the version of the Bible that you're using. Um, But, yeah, it's, once again, it's that romantic, relational Mm -hmm. type of love. Mm -hmm. Which, as actually, I started reading through Song of Songs again um, last week. I was, one of the girls... One of the students here asked me if I would lead a Bible study on heartbreak for them. Mm. And I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah. And so I was prepping um, a Bible study on heartbreak and somehow ended up in Song of Songs, which is the absolute opposite. <laughs> <laughs> heartbreak.
0: Yeah, not exactly the same. It's like this intense, <laughs> epic love letter. Mm-hmm. But
1: every time I read Song of Songs, I get something new out of it or something different strikes me and there's Mm -hmm. uh, i don't have the verses right in front of me but in song of songs um it's king solomon right song of solomon Uh, yes question mark um he is writing and he says i adjure you daughters of jerusalem do not awaken or stir up love until it is ready and that just hits me every time (laughs) do not awaken or stir up love until it is ready Anyways, I digress. That was something that really stood out to me in Song of Songs this week. Yeah.
0: And it can either be seen as Solomon writing a love letter to his wife or Jesus writing a love letter to the church. Is that correct? Mm hmm Yeah. Okay. Anyway. But would recommend. It's Eros stellar. I feel like a good, when I think of Eros in its pure form, I think of, like, the type of love between a husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Self-giving. Doing husband, doing husband and wife things, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm.
1: Self-giving, <laughs> like, seeking to make a
0: gift of of
1: your body, but also I think of your heart slash soul. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, not not acting selfishly or acting, like, purely for your own pleasure, but, like, acting in a way... Um, to serve the other uh, because if we're going to all St. Thomas Aquinas to love is to will the good of another and so like willing their good mm-hmm. and acting in a way that that would demonstrate that <laughs> sometimes I wish we videoed these so people could see what goes on behind the scenes
0: we should video sometime when I don't look like a baseball player mm-mm we haven't even seen my whole outfit. We can't I'm video, little, little, I wear pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. But, I think Taylor mentioned a good point about when she was talking about husband and wife love. But, yeah. So, Eros, it's that passionate type of love. And, like, yes, giving your body as a gift to your spouse is a beautiful thing. But, when it's united... With Philia, since we're human, we aren't very good at this. But if we strive to perfect it and use er- Eros and Philia, it will lead to a Gothic love, which is the perfect, self giving, selfless, and unconditional him love. Him oh okay. man. Sorry, I'm ready to continue. <laughs> Yeah, which will lead to the self-giving love. And I think it's very easy to see that in marriage just because um, I feel like marriage is a very concrete example for us to try to imagine what the love of the Father has for us. And like the Trinitarian love... Um Obviously, it's different because we aren't perfect and the Lord is, Mm -hmm. but I think it's one of the best concrete examples of how if both people are truly striving for holiness and truly striving to love each other unconditionally, it's a very great example of what we should be doing.
1: Mm -hmm. I think the ultimate goal is is that... Agape love—it's that like complete, perfect, self-sacrificial, and incomparable, and immeasurable, and unconditional love mm-hmm. that life you would lay down your life for for the yeah. one that you love. Um,
0: yeah, like Jesus did for us. Yeah, I think I think a lot of times too when we think about love, it's like ooh, I want to be in love. I love love, like I just said. I love love previously in this talk, um, in this little chat, but yeah, love is not always fun. Love is very difficult and it's a lot of sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Like the Lord loved us so much that just like Taylor said, he laid down his life for us. And that was the perfect agopic love like that we will ever see, experience, feel, yeah. Mm -hmm. and he experienced so much pain but it led to something so beautiful and so like yes love is beautiful and there's so many great things about it but it doesn't always feel great it's not always fun which I think is important to mention Mm -hmm.
1: and I think to recognizing that in order to achieve this agape love or this like highest form of love we so desperately need Jesus and need the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to guide us in that. Cause, mm-hmm. isn't it right after right after the um, resurrection that Jesus is talking to Peter and he's like, "Peter, do you love me?" And yeah, pe- yeah, yes, and, and like, like three like, times, right? Yeah, I think so. And and Peter says, "Yes, Lord, I love you." And Jesus is like, "No, but do you love me?" And Peter's like, "Yes, of course, mm-hmm. Lord, I love you." Uh, yeah, I think he asks him three times. And but the word for love. I think we lose a lot of it in the English translation, but Jesus is asking, like, Peter, do you love me in the agape sense of the word? Mm-hmm. But Peter recognizes that in his humanity and in, in his um, imperfection, he's like, yes, Lord, I love you. But he uses, like, the philia kind of love
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: because he realizes that he's incapable of the agape love and that he's loving him to the best of his ability with his philia. but. He cannot give his agape, but then after Pentecost, like, after the descent of the Holy Spirit, after Peter is filled to the brim, full of God's love, like, that is when he's able to give his agape, and when he's able to serve um, and speak from his heart and, like, convert thousands and thousands and thousands of people Mm -hmm. is only after he's received the Holy Spirit and is allowing the Spirit to guide him. Yeah. Great. Also, I just realized well, that whole time I was talking, I was looking at the sun because I'm hoping that my face will get a little bit tanned while we're out here, and that my mouth was away from my mic. So, <laughs>
0: <We'll just laughs> hope that turns out. Okay. I think I just bumped my mic with my hand. So, oops. <laughs> um, but this is when I was life, little, people. when I was little, I would stare at the sun, and I don't know why I did this because I could have just said it anyway, and I didn't have to stare at the sun, but. I would stare at the sun, and then it would make me see little spots. And I'd be like, Mom, I'm seeing spots. I need to go get glasses. (laughs) Because I just really wanted glasses. When in reality, I could have just been like, I'm seeing spots, and I didn't need to stare at the sun. But I guess I just wanted it to be more realistic. Sweet, sweet. But yeah, anyway, so those were the types of love. and we just, I guess we wanted to remind you of that going into this holiday. And um, wish you a happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, we wish you a very happy Valentine's Day, Galentine's Day, Palentine's Day, whatever you're doing. Singles Awareness Day if you're feeling sassy. Yeah, even if you're not dating someone, buy your roommate some flowers or... Send me and Tay some candy, you know? (laughs) Just DM us and we'll give you our address. (laughs) 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 No, don't do that. We're kidding. Um, But, yeah. (laughs) So, real quickly, Tay and I will do favorites, right? Yep. I have mine. Okay. My favorite of the week
1: was um, that acai bowl that was in a pineapple. It was the best acai bowl I've ever had, (laughs) and I'll never forget it. You can see it on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. I had that for breakfast um, yesterday, actually, Sunday. Great. That was my favorite thing of the week. Do you have any Jesus favorites? My Jesus favorite is Song of Songs. Cool. And that verse, that cuts me to the core every time, Mm -hmm. and it's just always Mm -hmm. a reminder that I need that – I cannot grasp for love because I cannot stir up or awaken love until it is ready. So probably that verse slash the Bible study on heartbreak that I prepped because,
0: in my humble opinion, I think it turned out pretty baller. <laughs> um, I think, okay, my favorites for this week would be... um. One, my mom just sent me a little Valentine's care package, which is so cute. I heart Steffi. And and I had a whole bunch of little treats. Well, not like treats because she knows I don't want to eat candy because I try to eat healthy. And so she didn't send me candy, which is good because I would have devoured it in 12 seconds. Oh, yeah. But fun little, like, decorations. And she got me cute little Catholic stickers, which is so cute. fun. Um... So, yeah, that's one favorite. And then my Jesus favorite would be, I'm really loving the Be Satisfied With Me prayer. Mm, Um, It's so good. Yeah, it's really great. Um, I'll post that because Taylor's not doing social media. This time I actually will post something. On Um, Sunday's, the Sabbath. I will post the Be Satisfied With Me prayer on the Solely Satisfied um, podcast Instagram and I looked for some online because I was going to make it my background because it's just really speaking to my heart right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of the prayer p- pictures are ugly. So I'll just make one. Make I'll one. type it up. I'll make it real cute, and I'll post it for you guys. So if you want to make it your background, you can. Um, because then it'll be my background too. And we can be twins or something. Yeah. But, Unity yeah. Of spirit. Um, wait, can I change my
1: Jesus favorite? Because I was just thinking the be satisfied prayer uh-huh. and one thing i've been doing in conjunction with that is a novena to our lady Undoer of knots and let me tell you she works quick it has been crazy <laughs> so would recommend novena to our lady underwear of knots perfect
0: well week seven in the book part two <laughs> <laughs> week seven part two in the book but yeah we love you we appreciate you um, read out to us, Natalie Lanker and Taylor's N, is it N-Zeno or just Zeno? Well, here's the
1: thing. It was Taylor N-Zeno, but this Sunday when I was using my social media, I was just inspired or something and changed it. I don't know
0: why. It just
1: well, all of a sudden happened. It.
0: It's just Taylor Zeno now. The N is, the N is uh, deleted. Okay. So, Natalie Lanker and Taylor Zeno and Slowly Satisfied Podcast- and solely satisfied at gmail.com. I am checking the Gmail. Still nothing. Snaps for that. Thanks for the support, guys. I'm no, just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I feel like I'm always kind of shady about that, the Gmail. But I hope you know I'm just really joking. You don't need to email us, but you can if you want to. Okay. You can if you want. Well, Week we said love in you. In part two. In the books. It's weird when we
1: talk like I like it the other way. <laughs> Well